welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. Doug Addison here. I hope you're enjoying your new year. Things are rolling. God is moving. New things are opening. The gates are opening. There's so much spiritual activity happening. I tell you, there's so much positive things going on, even though it might look negative where you are. You ever fly in an airplane and and the sun is shining and, you know, there's some clouds below. You don't even realize it. And then you go to descend and you realize, oh, my gosh, there's cloud cover and it's raining. But I want to tell you, that is like the kingdom of heaven. You know, there can be rain, storms, stuff going on, but the Lord is still shining above it all. And you got to learn to rise above. And this is something the Lord showed me a long time ago. The, the ability to rise above. I want to talk about what God's saying in 2019, a little bit more detail. And then I'm going to bring on a special guest. It's going to really rock your world today. This is going to be so good. Lord, open the heavens now. Pray that we rise above. Like Jesus said so many times, he said this, is to not look at the storm. You know, remember when the storm was going on and he was saying, have faith. Oh, you have little faith. And uh, Peter would have missed his amazing amount of, uh, you know, supernatural uh, encounters when Jesus invited him to go out and walk on the water when the waves were there. He started to sink when he started looking at the storm. I tell you, don't look at the storm. God's doing something new. So, Lord, open our eyes right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let me just recap some of the prophetic words I've been releasing, because this has been one powerful uh, time. And it really started last Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, September 2018. That's a Jewish New Year. That's when you know a lot of prophetic people get things. You know, maybe you did, didn't even realize it. I had an encounter back then, Jeremiah 616, the ancient paths opening up. And then it also went into the narrow gate of Matthew 7. And you can look that up on my website and just um, ancient paths, I believe it is. You can just Google it or, you know, it's something you'll find. I don't have the title right now, but I just know that this is what the Lord was started to say at the beginning of the Jewish New Year was to get a narrow focus. In other words, don't do a lot of things right now. You're going to want to focus on one or two things. In fact, as I'm saying this, I realize I might have to reach out to some of my friends and let them know this because you're doing some things that are like maybe you're, Uh, You feel called, very powerfully called, and God even spoke to you in a previous season to do something like, uh, you know, a mission uh, project overseas or helping a certain group. But then there's something new on the line, or God's bringing back the original thing that he called you to do. You might have to lay something down. It might be hard to do, but you need to get a narrow focus. For me, immediately it happened when I got all these encounters and I wrote my uh, prophetic forecast volume four back in September. I had it done in October. The Lord said, don't release it as a book. What? How many people write a book and don't get to release it? You know, but he said, I'm going to give you a new strategy because of this narrow focus 
the ancient paths are going to open and the narrow gate, and you'll need to do it. I'm so glad I did, because had I released that book uh, with the revelation that stopped at that time, would have been volume four, I, I would have missed out on all this cool, I mean, absolutely wild new stuff that's been opening up. You know, the spiritual gates are opening. I would have missed the books of heaven words and things like that. Oh, yeah, they would have been out there on my podcast and things but it wouldn't have gotten out to the world like it is right now. And the Lord is really supercharging these things. The books of heaven are opening. And I saw Micah 2.13. Listen, the one who breaks open the way will go up before them, and they will break through the gate and go out, and the king will pass through before them, the Lord their head. The Lord is doing something right now. He's gone ahead of you. He went ahead of me in the midst of this to stop me from getting that broad focus that I used to do in this area of releasing prophetic words through a book and through my webcast and everything. And he gave me a narrow focus, and I'm so glad that he did. He went out before me with like a breaker anointing. That's what it is, is a breakthrough anointing. You know, there's spiritual gates and breakthroughs. There's... You know, in modern lingo, there's a spiritual gate and a breakthrough anointing. We talk about this, but it's basically modern lingo for God opening up opportunities and bringing you sudden change. It happened to me, sudden change. It could include having uh, greater gifts. All of a sudden, you're able to overcome things. All of a sudden, the limitations or the issues you've been facing uh, lose their uh, their power over you, or all of a sudden... The anointing increases in your life. Uh, all of a sudden, you get strategies from heaven. I'm hearing this everywhere. This is a season for that to happen. So watch for breakthrough to come and things to start to change quickly. Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life, for you fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. The Lord is opening the pathway of life. That was my prophetic word at the beginning of Rosh Hashanah is the pathway of life, uh, the ancient paths. Watch for things that supernatural joy is going to start to overflow. Even though things have appeared to be difficult on the outside, God is working behind the scenes right now. He's creating a pathway for you. You'll need to watch for it. You'll need to contend. I tell you, I'm getting some of the deepest revelation, some of the most high-level revelation of my entire life, but I have to contend for it. In other words, I get these things, and then suddenly the enemy tries to make me think or attacks me in the opposite. And so this is a time right now. You have to contend. Get in there and pray. Take some steps. That's why I've, I've been releasing a lot of stuff on this. If you want, to, you want to come up to speed, here's what I recommend. My January 2019 Spirit Connection webcast, it's on my website, DougAddison.com. Watch that video I would recommend getting that in your spirit. Listen to it a few times because I talk about these things. Also, read the written prophetic word that I released in January called Your Book of Life is Opening. These are all free. Listen to podcasts. This is Spirit Connection Podcast, what you're listening to do right now. But go back and listen to episodes 77 and 78. 77 is what is God releasing in 2019? It's free. I talk about the different things that in more detail, but also episode 78 is more about what God is releasing, talks about the books of life. Also, I did an opening your book of life, a prophetic activation training I did, and it was in January, but you could get the replay because I go through 
the details on this and the strategy the Lord gave me. And on top of that, I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff. But anyway, I want to welcome a friend of mine that I met online. I was on one of her podcasts or webcasts or something, but she has an amazing prophetic gift. The Lord told me during that time when I was on her show that I need to have her on Spirit Connection, and she's Dr. Candace Smithyman. She's an apostle and a prophet, a minister, executive pastor of Freedom Destiny Church, and she does all kinds of things. She's also the host of the Glory Road television broadcast on Faith USA, and she's host of the Spirit Fuel live TV show, which that's where I was. I'm a good friend from Spirit Fuel. I met her on there. She's authored a lot of books. She's got such a powerful prophetic ministry, and she she's on Elijah List just like I am. And anyway, I'm so excited because God said she has a word for us right now. Candace, welcome to Spirit Connection Podcast. We're so thrilled to have you. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good, Doug. I'm excited about our interview today. Um, We already are in the presence of the Holy Spirit and angelic hosts, and so I cannot wait to see what He's going to do in the hearts and lives of people as we get an opportunity to discuss today. Yeah, you know, we were praying ahead of time, and the Lord showed up, you know, and the heavens are open. The wind of the Spirit is blowing. That's what you're hearing. The wind of the Spirit is blowing right now. And, and uh, Lord, I thank you for your goodness. Wow. Whoo. Even more. Increase that now. Uh-oh. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, well, you know, my husband and I, we pastor Freedom Destiny Church here in Orange Park, Florida. And then I'm also um, the founder of Dream Mentors International. It's a biblical life coaching and transformational life coaching organization. And um, I train those in the disciplines of biblical life coaching and transformational life coaching. Really, the differences between the two of them is biblical life coaching is the integration of theology and the discipline of life coaching. But transformational life coaching, it, that's the foundation is biblical life coaching, but it goes more into spirit, soul, and body and how God actually transforms the soul throughout the lifetime of a person. Wow. So I have a lot of classes where people take and they'll come and they'll get credentialed. And then we help empower them to run small groups um, where they're at or work with one-on-ones with people. And we pay them a small fee for that, but that enables them to use their giftings and really step into what what the Lord has for them. And then I also have a few television shows that I host as well. And those are um, are part of Candace Smithman Ministries, where I get to interview prophetic voices like yourself. I know you were on the Spirit Fuel television show with me um, quite a few months ago. And then I also host the Glory Road television show. And they really run around um, allowing God to speak through top prophetic voices in the country and abroad who have a word um, they want to share. And uh, and so it's, a, it's an awesome platform to be able to deposit the Word of God and in, in just that prophetic um, exhortation into the lives of people and really see them changed and educated and transformed. Yeah, and I just love this because, you know, you're utilizing the Internet as the platform, and it's so powerful what you do. By the way, for the uh, Spirit Connection tribe, for those of you who want to become a coach, here you go. Candice does coach training. I talk about it a lot that I, I'm a prophetic life coach, and um, I'm a little bit short of, I never did follow through on, you know, getting my uh, certification program going or anything like that, and then I probably won't be doing it soon. So, but, you know, if you want it to, now you, you have a contact here, you're going to hear a little bit more about it later on, 
I'm just so excited. Yeah, wow. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about what the Lord is speaking to you. Well, um, starting back in October, God began to minister to me that January was going to be a month of consecration and purification. And we know that Christians all over the world engage in praying and fasting during the month of January, but that God was getting ready to set people up in February. He was going to swing wide the doors and there was going to be so much opportunity that was going to be available to his people, especially those that were willing to go through the consecration process. Well, as he began to speak to me about what was coming in February, he spoke to me on Christmas Day and said the word righteousness. And he said, people need to know about my righteousness, that it is going to be a vital key for 2019. They need to understand how I have given them my very own righteousness. And um, and so I began to write about that and, and uh, posted the word out on Elijah List and Charisma and Spirit Fuel. And then God began to develop that word um, with the foundation of righteousness, you know, teaching people to stand in that place. And I've studied righteousness for more than 20 years. The key of righteousness helped transform me tremendously in my walk with God. When I came to understand what Paul speaks about in Philippians, when he says that he wants to be found in Christ, um, not having a righteousness of his own, but being found in him. And, and I really just meditated on that because I wanted to be able to exemplify to the world who Christ was. And so God just began to speak to me and said, you know, Candace, you're, you're, you're holding on too much to what you do and not enough to what I do. And I want to teach you more about that. And so for 20 years, I walked a journey with God where he began to really show me so many aspects of his righteousness. And so when he spoke to me on Christmas Day, I got so excited because he was like saying, you've studied this for all these years, but I want you to release this word for 2019 so that people will learn themselves how to stand in my righteousness because I know what's coming for them in 2019. And I, I need them to know that this is a foundation, that they're not supposed to be concerned about self-righteousness, being righteous in what they do or wearing their own works, but they need to wear my robe of righteousness, my breastplate of righteousness, and I am preparing them to wear the crown of righteousness. And then he said, and I'm going to fling wide these doors of opportunity in February, and if they can become prepared and begin to meditate on righteousness, they're going to be positioned properly in February, the great things that I'm going to do. And they won't stand on themselves and their good works and what they're trying to impress people with, but they're going to walk firmly, strongly, and confidently, victoriously in me and who I am. So that was the gist of the word. Of course, people can read it on um, on, on Elijah List or on my website at CandiceSmithman.com. But um, but it's it's a teaching on how to really stand in His righteousness. Yeah, you won't believe this, but I recorded an intro ahead of time just because we hadn't even talked or anything. And the intro I talked about is the new gates in the Spirit opening up, and you know what you're talking about here. These gate of righteousness is opening. This is so 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 powerful. So what's that Amen. look like practically? Well, practically when we're when we're standing in the righteousness of Christ, we have a level of confidence about who we are because when we wear 
our works or when we're always concerned about what we're doing, we open ourselves up to failure and we open ourselves up to guilt, condemnation, shame. Um, if you're feeling a lot of shame in your life or, or guilt or condemnation, it may very well be because you have put too much emphasis. And when I say you, I mean all of us, Doug, you know, yeah. anybody who's listening, you know, we, we may put too much emphasis on our performance. And so people who really understand the righteousness of Christ are, are less concerned about performance and more concerned about being in the righteousness that he already gave us in our death, burial, and resurrection in him. Because remember, we all died with him, right? We were buried in him and we're yep. resurrected with him. And so, so we've been given the right to walk at that level of righteousness. And so the enemy, when he wants to come against us and challenge us in righteousness, it's easy for him to do that if we haven't progressed to the soul transformation level, that mind, will, and emotion level of understanding our righteousness in Christ. He can easily impart to us shame or guilt or failures because we're always concerned about whether or not we performed properly instead of receiving what Christ has already done with us and wearing that and then going forward and doing the blessed work of the kingdom, but not waiting for that reward per se from the kingdom, but more knowing we have the reward in his righteousness. It's a higher level. It's a, it's a stronger and deeper level of his confidence when we wear his righteousness. And right. I believe that the apostle Paul, this is what he discovered for himself, because of course he, he was bragging about how, you know, he was the Pharisee of Pharisees, you know, and all of these things, you know, he had this great resume, but the resume didn't hold up when it came to walking and knowing and understanding the very righteousness of Christ. And he came to know that that was the most important thing to him, not his works and what he did. Exactly. What you're talking about, about the righteousness, is there a difference between holiness in this? You know, I think holiness is a component of righteousness, because when you learn to walk in the righteousness of Christ, you'll want your life to be cleaned up. You'll want to start responding properly. You'll be overwhelmed with the love of God when you understand that He gave you His very own righteousness. And when we, when we look in the mirror and we realize I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this robe um, for my sin. I don't deserve this breastplate of righteousness. I mean, he did all of that for me, and he gave that to me, and that will cause us to want to live a holy life. It will cause us to want to let go of the things in our lives that that are tempting us and drawing us away um, from relationship with him. Yeah, that's the best description I've ever heard, to be honest with you, because uh, I always have said in the past, you know, people try to be holy. There's a, you know, a holiness movement is great. But if you're trying to do it, you know, without intimacy, uh, you're, you might fall into trouble. You might fall into to the works mentality. So what you just said about holiness being a byproduct uh, or the result of righteousness. So you put it first. And as you're saying, there'll be times when we fall short, but you just keep going, right? Amen. Yeah, we're, we're all going to fall short. And even the Apostle Paul said that, you know, I mean, he talks about being the chief of sinners. So he recognized with great humility that he still makes mistakes, but he was striving and pursuing righteousness. He was pursuing. And, and, and here's the thing, Doug, that really excited me the more I got into it, is, is this is really a spiritual impartation, that you really tap into a supernatural level of receiving his righteousness from heaven. It's, it's, a, it's a level of 
of greater intimacy with him where you literally feel him wrapping you in his righteousness and that no matter what people say about you or no matter what the devil is um, condemning you for, you're able to supernaturally enter this zone, this like heavenly zone, just like you were saying, the gates of righteousness opening up, you enter into this zone and it's like you're covered with his righteousness and it's truly supernatural because it then positions you that all of a sudden you begin to start doing right things, but not because you're trying to gain approval or reward, you already have it. And so it is a supernatural spiritual impartation that comes from heaven. And I believe it's achieved through washing ourselves in the word with righteousness. Um, I just did this three disc CD set of soaking in his righteousness, where I actually read every righteousness scripture in the Old Testament and the New Testament. And then I do a prophetic activation in the end where people are seated at the royal table. But it's so um, spiritually um, activating. It's like you enter into like that heavenly place. And so we can wear his righteousness to that degree. And that's what excites me the most is because you can enter that spiritual zone. You can enter that, um, as you would say, you know, that spirit connection place. Yeah, that's what the part of my ministry <laughs> in light connection is that spirit connection. Exactly. Oh, I tell you, everybody, you're going to want to get that soaking set because there's something about it. When we when we lay down or, or you know, we, we go to pray and you put some things on and listen to worship music. But if you listen to these, especially when you listen to Scripture, listen to the Bible over you, it bypasses your mind and goes right into your spirit. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about that because the Lord is doing new things right now. Now, how did you get this revelation? Did it come recently or what's the story behind it? Yeah, you know, that, that's a really good question. Like I said, I've been studying righteousness for over 20 years. And so when I wrote the curriculum for—well, actually, God wrote the curriculum. I was a scribe. I I didn't do anything but <laughs> sit there and let him work on me. And as he was working on me, I was writing it out. I was scribing out from heaven these uh, spiritual— um, truth about his righteousness, because I found in my own life that I was consistently being bombarded with, you're not good enough. Like, it was constant. It was like, you're not good enough. Um, You don't meet this law. You don't meet this rule. You don't meet this regulation. And I would come before, and this was early on, you know, when I was a young Christian, and I was like, how is it that I'm just not good enough? Like, even though um, you've done all this for me, I must not know how to apply this right, because there's got to be more to the story. So it came as a result of my seeking God and asking questions. I wanted to really know how important was the cross of Christ and how important was the resurrection mm-hmm. for me. And the more I studied it, the more the concept or the the topic of righteousness kept coming forward. And I realized there's like hundreds of scriptures just specifically on righteousness. So I began to just do a topical study of it. But as I did, I started to change because the more I studied righteousness, the more I began to feel like I was a righteous person. Not like I had to prove to somebody anything, but that I accepted me just the way I was because he accepted me. And then I knew that not only did he just accept me because he loved me, but he accepted me so much that he gave me his very own righteousness. And he began to take me on a journey where I began to um, recognize everywhere in my own life where I would place my own law, rule, or regulation. In other words, we do this consistently um, in humanity. We set up um, expectations for ourselves and other people, or we set up laws and rules, and most of the time we can't keep them, and other people can't keep them either. And when we can't keep them for ourselves, it 
places upon us a feeling of shame, a feeling of, um, I was not able to do that. You know, even when you talk about holiness, right? I mean, all the scriptures that say, well, you need to be doing this, or you need to be doing that. Well, we can't meet that without Christ. Those, those scriptures are there to lead us to him who has already met them. And then we wear that. And then, then ultimately we become what we're wearing in him or who we are in him. That, that helps us keep the law. But I was doing opposite. And we all do that from a human nature standpoint especially when you first come to know the Lord. So I had to break through that. It was like a breakthrough moment. And so for years, I kept pushing uh, that gate. I kept pushing it. No, there's more, there's more, there's more. And I, and I scribed it. And then I, I began to develop um, strategies. God began to show me strategies on how supernaturally he imparts righteousness to people and how he will heal them of their shame, of their lack, of their, um, their, uh, inadequacies by simply understanding straight from scripture, all the word of God, what he has already done for us. So it was like this gift. It was this gift of righteousness came and fell upon me. And so I wrote it out and a lot of that's in the dream mentors curriculum. So, so this is kind of the culmination of me being changed by his righteousness written down. So that's how it sounds like this is a life message, you know, because you're speaking this, you know, you're a doctor, you have, you know, an education, but you're speaking from the spirit and authority at the same time. And so that is so powerful. So basically, I love this, is that the legalism, which is big in the world today, and it creeped back in. I'm seeing it even in the charismatic movement is legalism. Laws and rules can bring then things like shame, guilt. They hang on us. Like you said, you, you, you wear them, but we're called to be clothed in Christ, and so this yeah. is a transformational process that you're talking about here, right? That's exactly right. And and what I came to find out is the more I studied it, not only did I change, but my relationships began to heal. And so I wrote a book called Standing in His Righteousness, The Power to Heal Relationships. It's like a 20-day devotional guide where, where I actually walk people through 20 days of um, different aspects of getting close to God where you learn to wear His righteousness. And then that overflows to heal relationships. Wow. Because if you think about it, um, our relationships are often evaluated based on rules and regulations, right? Like, like, I'll love you if you do this for me, or I'll love you if you do that for me, or we're in relationship together because of what I can get from you. Well, when you realize that you can get all that you need from Christ and Christ alone, then you become a giver and not a getter. And so when we talk about standing in his righteousness and and healing relationships, we talk about learning to get your needs met through intimacy with Christ, and then you become a giver. And the more you learn to walk in his righteousness, stand in his righteousness, the more you're less concerned with getting a result from somebody, but more concerned about blessing somebody and loving them in the process. Yeah, that's so, so powerful. And so at the beginning, you know, I basically recorded a prophetic uh, intro, not knowing any of this. And I was given a prophetic word right before you came on about the Micah 2.13 gates opening up. That's where the Lord is going to go before you. It's like a breakthrough anointing. And, and also the things that have held you back in the past will start losing their power. And so I was mm. prophesying this and now you're coming along with the actual how to do it. This is wild. <laughs> Amen. That's so awesome. I love that. And I love that about the Lord and uh, and also about people who understand the difference, you know, about life coaching, spirit-led life coaching, 
And I've been doing it for years, uh, basically, because I needed it myself. And then I just started helping others. And and uh, at one time, I was doing it way more than I am now. But I, now, the Lord is using the combination of both. We do need spirit-led life coaching. Because when you can get these principles in your own life, then you're going to learn to love better. You know, like you were saying, then your relationships are going to change. Yes, because, you know, because of the fallen man, human relationships are built around three things. And that is the fact that when in the fall, we lost provision, protection, and acceptance. But those are the three things that Jesus, um, when he was tempted in the um, in the desert, those are the three areas that the devil tempted him on, provision, protection, and acceptance, where he beat it in the desert. And then later he comes to the disciples, and as, well, as he's asking people to follow him, there were three areas that caused people not to follow him, and that was their need for provision, protection, and acceptance. Well, when he died on the cross, and we accept him as our Lord and Savior. We die with him. We're buried in him. And we're resurrected with him in him. That whole process means now we have all the provision, protection, and acceptance that we need. Whatever was lost in the fall now becomes ours. We simply have to apply it and walk it out. Well, having lost it means that was an element of righteousness that we lost. So we're always seeking after it in our relationships or or in our work environments. Whatever it is that we're doing, we're always trying to gain what we lost, provision, protection, and acceptance. Jesus showed us that we could fight against that because he was going to give it all to us through our death, burial, and resurrection in him. So now that we have it, what should we do with it? Well, we should become lovers of the soul of others. But you can't do that until you understand yourself that you have it all. You have you have no lack. You have provision, protection, and acceptance. And encompassed in that is all of righteousness, because righteousness stands for the fact that you are right and have all that you need because you're right. Like nobody can take that from you. So now you can be a giver. Now you can respond because you're not trying to gain some from somebody because you don't have any lack. People that are in lack always have to get. People that are full can give. And so so when we understand what we lost and then we understand what he bought back for us, then we're positioned to walk at that level of righteousness. And like I said, this is a supernatural impartation. And if people study it, they are going to get it. Um, Just what you're saying, it's a gate. They will get it. I know they will. Yeah, this is so powerful. Now, listen, this this is a new wineskin. What she's talking about here is a new way to step into all that God's called you to do and be. I've been telling people for years, you already have everything you need, you know? People didn't really always understand what that really meant and how to get it. And so I love this, you know, the provision protection acceptance thing, because that's a three-step process, really, you can walk through to open the gates over you. And that's what I love about this type of teaching. But the Lord told me that while you were talking, he reminded me of an encounter I had in December. I had an encounter after, I think it was after our Spirit Fuel TV interview. I had an encounter where I was taken into the book of Daniel and was given revelation about things. And the way I work is as a seer, normally I, I just see, but I opened the Bible and I opened the Bible to Daniel chapter 12, verse 10. And it was about, I kind of like an end times scene but the angel Gabriel there, the messenger, said in verse 9, he just says, Daniel, because the words are closed up and sealed until the times of the end. And so the Lord said, this revelation, like what Dr. Candace is sharing with us, is now being revealed. 
at the times of the end. Now, this is about end times. This is about getting this revelation. And, and also, and this is the part where you said that in January would be a month of purification. In, in the next verse, in verse 10, many people will be purified and made spotless and be refined. And this mm-hmm. is what's going on right now. The Lord, I had a massive encounter and uh, with the with this, uh, you know, the, the end time scrolls being open of revelation and what you just released right there was it, it, you know, January's purification, February, the doors are opening up and this is going to be, I believe some of the greatest release of revelation and prophecy that we've ever seen. And mm-hmm. so you sound like you're tapping in on, have you seen a change in the last uh, you know month or so? Well, I have, um, especially since, you know, God began to really tweak my heart, get this message out there. And then, of course, it was, you know, accepted by a variety of different prophetic voices like yourself who are like, I want you to come on and talk about this. I want you to share about this. So so it truly is something that God is tweaking people's hearts to um, to say, hey, you know, come and learn about this, like where you might not have understood it. I'm going to teach you. And, you know, I'm truly humbled because, like I said, I've studied this for more than 20 years and, and written all of this down. And, and now it really seems like he's enabling me to go out and really teach on it. You know, other than people who came to my ministry to receive a whole lot of other things, you know, they would get some of this. But this is more like I'm telling you in 2019, um, and he spoke to me on that on Christmas Day when he said the word righteousness, I need you to go out. And I want you to know that in December, you know, he took us deeper in him, you know, and it was during that time of going deeper in him, you know, I'd been praying and fasting also in December and seeking him that when, when he woke me up Christmas morning and said righteousness, and then said, I want you to write and begin to tell people about this being a key. I felt like a whole door, um, you know, had opened up just like you said, a gate. And I was like, wow, God's going to do something amazing. But I've seen in my own life that, uh, it, bringing all this back to my mind um, in intensity, because it's always a part of who I am because I've been studying it for 20 years, but bringing it to my own mind in intensity, I was able to look back at some of the areas that I was weak on wearing righteousness and that I had to sharpen my sword and say, oh, Lord, you know, even though I know all of this, I still got to study righteousness for this area of my life or that area of my life. And then, you know, in humility, you know, he took me to places that he's working with me on, you know, and, you know, that I want to change in. But while God works on us, you know, no matter where you're at, he works on us without him taking away our righteousness. He keeps keeps his righteousness upon us while he works on us. So this means you don't go like lie in a corner and, you know, dislike yourself because God is dealing with you on something. You wear his righteousness while he's dealing with you on on things that you need to change in your life, you know? You you never put his righteousness down. We, We don't crumble up the robe and stick it in a corner and, you know, we don't take off the breastplate. We wear it all the time because it's who he is. He is right righteousness. And so, you know, he reminded me, wear this, Candace, while I'm dealing with you on these things. And so maybe somebody's listening to our um, the podcast today, and they're feeling, wow, you know, God's been dealing with me on certain things, and I just don't feel like I can overcome. Yes, you can, because you are the righteousness of Christ. You have His righteousness. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who you are. That's, that's who He tells us we are. And so when we hold on to that, we can allow ourselves to open up to God's discipline or yeah. His his, his chastisement for our holiness. And so, so yeah, so God has been dealing with me just like everybody else. Well, the anointing, just the heavens just open for this right now. So I, I want you to pray and activate this over people right now. Amen. 
Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you that those that are listening right now, Father, they're hungry for your righteousness. They're hungry like I'm hungry, God. When we understand these new levels of your righteousness, Father, we we wear um, who you are in every circumstance. We enter in and we become lovers of the soul. Um, we are no longer sitting in a position of feeling like we are underwater, but we are on top. We are um, like on surfboards on top of these um, huge um, waves, Father, just riding out with you because we are wearing your righteousness. There is a courage. There is a, a victory that we carry with us. And so I ask right now, Father, for supernatural impartation to come upon the people for righteousness. Drive a hunger in them. Those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be fulfilled, shall be filled, God. And I ask you, Father, to just fill the hearts of those who have heard this podcast and they're hungering after you and your righteousness, Father. Um, Teach them to wear the breastplate and to put on the robe and to sit at the royal table in a wait when they receive the crown. Not because they did good works without you, but because works that were good flowed because they knew who they were in you, Father. So I thank you, Father, right now as we're seated at the royal table right next to you, Lord, we are seated there because we wear your righteousness. We are accepted. We are whole um, in you. We are full in you. We lack nothing, God. And we praise you and we thank you that you made this way through our death, burial, and resurrection in you. We have been raised to life and raised in your righteousness. Let this be a foundation that we carry with us all throughout 2019. Only you know what's coming our way as far as opportunities or even as far as um, trials and circumstances. But let us wear your righteousness. Let us be like Paul who said that he wanted to be found in you, not having a righteousness of his own, but one that comes by faith in Christ and Christ alone. Let us be those people, Father. Let us understand what Apostle Paul talks about and really understand this for ourselves. So I ask that every person on the line right now receive a supernatural impartation from heaven where you feel him putting the robe on you right now. He is putting that robe on you. He is draping it over your your shoulders. He is wrapping it around you, um, and it is coming over the breastplate, the really hard breastplate. Now the enemy cannot penetrate that breastplate. And he is going to put the crown of righteousness on your head because he loves you and that's who he is. So imagine yourself clothed in his righteousness, seated next to him at the table and rest in this place. He has done it and you have received the benefits. Come on. I want to release this prophetic word over people um, just in agreement with what Dr. Candace is saying here. I saw agreements like contracts of death being canceled right now. I don't know if they were generational things we said. Some people accidentally said, Lord, take me to heaven. It's just too hard. And that was a contract mm-hmm. of death. We break that right now in Jesus' name. I saw uh, uh, agreements with the grave. That's what I heard. I saw the title of them. Agreements with the grave. Anything that we've done that has not been agreement with heaven and life, where we may have spoken something, uh, you know, knowingly or unknowingly, we break those withering words right now by the power, by the blood of Jesus. I saw also uh, people who've been struggling with addiction suddenly. You're going to listen to this message again. You're going to get something into your, something's being dropped right now in your spirit. And the spirit of addiction is losing its power. It already has by at the cross, but it's going to become a reality by the power and blood of Jesus Christ, people who've been in the wilderness and, and 
Dr. Candace prayed this to her, something about wilderness. I just I heard it saying, come out of the wilderness. This is the season to come out of the wilderness where Satan has been messing like he did with Jesus in the wilderness. Come on out of the dark night of the soul. It's ending this year in Jesus' name. Wow, this is so powerful. Thank you so much. We're talking with Dr. Candace Smithyman. And just tell us a little bit more about, you know, how to follow you or anything that you offer. Sure. Um, people can go to com and you can watch um, my different television shows there or like my YouTube um, page as well. Subscribe to that at Candace Smithman because you'll get the opportunity to watch all of these amazing prophetic voices who are bringing forth um, word of knowledge, word of wisdom every single time. Um, great um, just education on so many amazing subjects. Also, I had an online prophetic mentoring class that I actually do um, three times a month on uh, Wednesday mornings. We meet for an hour, and I bring um, a now prophetic word, and then those in the group talk about that so they can sharpen their own prophetic skills um, and sharpen the word for themselves so that they're able to go out and minister to their spheres of influence. And so if you have an interest in being a part of the online prophetic mentoring, just go to my website at candismithman.com and you can sign sign up for that. I also do personal prophetic mentoring as well for those people um, that might be interested in that. And then, of course, dreammentors.org is the biblical life coaching organization where people can get their credentials. And so if that's an interest for you, we have a lot of different classes, and we credential per course that you take. Um, everybody has to take our basic course first, and then from there, um, they can choose advanced courses, and that would be the basic biblical life coaching course. And our prices are very, very reasonable, and we've kept them reasonable to get your credential simply because we know that there's people in the body of Christ that want to learn and grow um, in this area. And there's a lot of really good life coaching schools, but a lot of them are very, very expensive. And so we just found that that this met a certain market of people that wanted excellency and wanted a really good um, integration of the scriptures along with the discipline of life coaching, but they didn't want to pay exorbitant amounts for that. So just look me up there. Um, I've written a book called Soul Transformation, Your Personal Journey. And then of course, you've been talking about standing in his righteousness. I have a book on that as well. And then the soaking CD that I'm actually going to just be be releasing um, this week. So right. um, it's been done. It has prophetic worship behind it too. So um, my son is a prophetic worshiper and he's a worship leader at our church. And so he's prophesying and he is singing and playing the piano in the background. It's really beautiful while we're imparting uh, righteousness to people. Yeah, this has been so powerful. And when I was, I met you on the Spirit Fuel TV broadcast we did and I heard the Lord say that you have a that there was a prophetic word that you were going to release a message you were going to release and have you on as soon as we could and uh, we're recording this in early january it's going to probably come out in, in february but we're just i'm just speaking right now in a fulfillment of those words that there's a change happening in people's lives right now and this word is so true january was about purification or you might not have realized it maybe you're still walking through it god's outside of time so don't worry about the calendar and February is a time of the of things opening up and the Lord moving right now. Things opening in Jesus' name. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Candace. So thrilled to have you on the show. Thank you, Doug. It's a pleasure and an honor. I truly um, was so blessed when you called and said that you wanted to have me on the show because I truly honor 
you know, who you are and what God has done in and through you. Um, just, it just in the world and the atmosphere, you know, and just the, the level of influence that you have. And so it's truly an honor for me to be a guest on your show. Thank you so much for that. Goes both ways. Okay. Well, everybody, thanks so much. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.